Hello and welcome to this episode of The Therapy Guy. Now, those of you who might have listened to previous episodes will know what we're trying to endeavour to do is to let you know about all things mental health, answer your questions, tell you about different therapies and what's available and what sort of support you can access. But this week, uh, I'm going to change and do something slightly different. This is going to be more about a personal uh, reflection of my own journey through mental health. uh, What mental health means to me, really, uh, my experiences. And one of the key messages I'm hoping to get across is with all that's going on in the world, all the discrimination that we we see, whether that's racial, gender, uh, etc., mental health doesn't discriminate it can affect absolutely anyone at any time and realistically you don't know what's going on for somebody or what thoughts are having or how much they may be struggling and they may feel that they can't actually reach out for help so uh it's a difficult conversation for me to have this but uh it's come Uh, from some personal circumstances just lately. So I thought I'd share it to hopefully encourage other people to sort of understand mental health, accept that, you know, it it can happen to anybody and at at any time. Now, uh, I'll have to start a little bit back in my my history with mental health as there's been issues with mental health uh, within my family. Now, uh, growing up, uh, although I didn't realise it at the time because I'm of a certain age, that it wasn't really recognised as well it is as it is now in schools, but I was dyslexic. So I struggled with education. Uh, I struggled because I didn't have the support, I didn't have the understanding. So that obviously started to feed into how I felt about myself. And with certain things that I was experiencing within the family, uh, it led to quite a negative image that I had about myself when I was going through my teenage years. Now, uh, I can't sort of underestimate the, the effect this had really on my education and how I saw myself because I left school with no qualifications. I didn't like education, I struggled all the way through it. So realistically, my image of myself at that time was that I wasn't very good. I wasn't good at anything. I was was all the names that had been called in school. Uh, I used to sort of say a joke that I, I sort of spent more time at the back of the class or outside the class than I did actually engaging in the class. Now, that was part of my defence was to make a joke and to be, to, you know, to be funny and that sort of thing, sarcastic. But realistically, I was hurting on the inside because my self-worth and value was really low. Now, this then went on to relationships, of course, because I was quite an angry person. I was angry at the way that I looked at myself. I was angry at the way I thought and viewed myself, so why wouldn't I be angry with other people too? I pushed friends, family, 
relationships away. Uh, it had a real big impact because each time that one of those relationships failed, I would then obviously reinforce the image I had of myself that, well, I was no good, was I? Yes, everything, the teachers, everything, everybody said about me uh, growing up was true. So uh, I wouldn't try, I wouldn't try to go for that job. I wouldn't uh, try that relationship. I would self-sabotage quite a lot of the time. And this went on really. Uh, and it's just a self uh, cycle of this sort of self-loathing that I had. And, you know, the way I saw myself, uh, it, it's really filled every part of who I was. And then I, I met a woman who we, I had a relationship with and we had some amazing children together. Unfortunately, I was still in that bad way, still with that self-worth, really. So the, the relationship struggled no matter what we did or what we tried. And eventually, uh, compounded by some issues that my ex-partner had, uh, that relationship failed. But it was a real turning point for myself when I had the children. I'm not suggesting that's the answer, I guess. Uh, I'm suggesting that for me, it was my time to start looking at who I was and uh, sort of understanding I had somebody else. Somebody else was relying on me to be better, to, to show them a, a different way. So I worked really hard and not always successfully. Uh, eventually, uh, the, 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 my children, I've got four, that they, they come to live with me. And once again, it was quite a pinnacle point for myself because uh, I now had these four amazing children who were relying on me for everything. And I had to show them that they could be who they wanted to be. They, they could have stability and safety in their lives. And I tried really hard with that. Uh, again, uh, you know, I'm only human and I know I make mistakes, but it was a real challenge and it was something I put pressure on myself to, to change. Because what happened when my uh, relationship with their, with their mum broke down was I entered into, I think, the worst phase of my mental health that I'd ever been in. I was in a really dark place. Uh, I had so lots of dark thoughts, I couldn't work a lot of the time, I couldn't sleep, I was struggling to engage with, with anybody and anything, and I didn't really see the point of carrying on. So you can see how these things, some of them historical, some of them happening to me at that stage in my life, really had this big overwhelming effect on me. And I was reinforcing that myself too. I'll take full responsibility for it now. Uh, with this view that the more I push people away, the more I upset people or the angrier I got, the, the less they were likely to hang around because uh, I was no good anyway, was I? So I ended up in, in a really dark place. Uh, fortunately for me, 
and I appreciate this isn't for everybody. At the time, uh, I reached out to uh, a local GP, a doctor of mine, and he uh, encouraged me to enter into the mental health services. Now, the support I got was great. It, 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 I'm here today, you know, so I thank them for that. The ongoing support that I got, the, the care in the community that I got, I, I struggled with a lot. Yes, it was it was difficult. But like I said, as I worked through that period, it then transpired that uh, these four amazing children come to live with me. And I, I knew then that I had to rely on myself uh, and I had to pick myself up and, and do better for them, if not for myself. So it gave me the focus, it gave me that encouragement to, to, to change and challenge my thinking and change how I reacted, try to be a bit more stable and routine and structure. Now, that has been uh, my life, really, ever since that point. And the point I'm going to make tonight is that at the moment, uh, I've been going through a difficult phase Alright, so uh, my coping mechanisms haven't always worked for me, but I just wanted to reach out and let people know uh, how I've been struggling and let them know that it's okay. It's okay for me to struggle. It's okay for you to struggle. It's okay for me to go through a bad time too. Yes, I'm just a normal person. But let me explain uh, a little bit about what's going on. Uh, and again, I'll just step back slightly. The pressure that I put on myself to obviously be this perfect person uh, encouraged me to, to almost change from this quite angry, aggressive person into almost that people pleaser mode where I had to make people happy. I had to try my best and it was a huge pressure. But over the years and through the training to become a therapist, because at that time, I wasn't, I was a construction worker. Uh, I sort of learned about myself. I learned how to understand my emotions, how to manage them in a different way. Now, the majority of the time that really works really well for me. My coping mechanisms are some time away. Uh, I enjoy some uh, time by the sea, by uh, being in the water it really helps me going for walks outside really helps me just spending time almost alone but uh, you know obviously with other people there's other people around but with my own thoughts helps me to calm and, and manage but just lately i've i've noticed yes uh, that, that i've been struggling at different times now some of this isn't necessarily just myself but i take responsibility of it it's the external. I run two uh, businesses, two therapy businesses here in Plymouth, and it's been quite stressful. And I'm uh, there's a lot going on and a lot happening, uh, a lot of external pressures that I haven't got much control over. I've been working extremely long hours, and you know, not eating properly, not sleeping properly, all those classic cliche things that I talk about to my clients that I discuss day in and day out 
and even when I'm discussing it, there's a little alarm bell going off in my own head saying, well, you're not doing this either, are you? But those things have slowly started to mount up. And uh, unfortunately, my, my wife now, my partner now, is, is gone into hospital. So that's added extra pressure on, onto myself. And it was interesting. I, I had a meeting with, with somebody the other day, uh, somebody called Louise the other day. And she asked me, she asked me what my goal in life was. And you know what? Uh, I couldn't answer that. I really struggled to give her an answer. And I've been thinking about it ever since. Uh, the conclusion I've come to, and this is like obviously three days later now, is uh, the goal I've got is just to prevent somebody from feeling as bad as I did from feeling that low, from experiencing the physical and emotional pain that I went through. If my, if I have one goal in life, it's to, to try to prevent just one person. If I can prevent one person from feeling that, that amount of physical and emotional pain, uh, I think uh, I'd be proud of myself for getting that far. But the reason that I'm sort of talking to you about this today is uh, I found all of these pressures have been building up in me and they sort of come to the fore because I've been witnessing uh, my daughter struggle with her mental health and struggle with some really low feelings and it's really difficult as a not to put the therapist head on and to try to remain to the dad head but it's really struggle as a dad to watch your daughter go through this pain uh, and struggle with her own things. Uh, and it's all of these things, work, tiredness, my wife, uh, certain things that have been going on, uh, people relying on me. Uh, I've been struggling with that. Uh, you know, people coming to me uh, and asking for help and I've been struggling and spreading myself a little bit too thin to the extent that unfortunately yesterday I just uh, I felt myself that I wasn't in a good place. Now it seems strange for a therapist to come on air and admit that but again I'd like to draw yourself back to what I said originally Mental health doesn't discriminate. It can creep up on us. It has this effect of affecting everything. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and slowly but surely over a period of time, or sometimes really quickly, it can get you. Now, I'm sort of lucky. I, I, I recognized it really earlier on. Obviously, I, you know, I had to get to that lower point yesterday where I really needed some time out. I really struggled to engage with other people. Uh, to uh, For me to recognise that I, I need to pull back a bit, I need to look after myself, I need to ensure that I start to eat properly, I start to work less, uh, I start to try to get those routines that work for me back again so that I can give to my clients I can give to my friends and family 
but also I can give it to my sons and daughters because they deserve it. I want to give my best to everybody. I want to be the best that I can be. And I can't do that without looking after myself. So my question is for you guys, how do you notice? How do you notice when you're starting to fall? When things are starting to go wrong, what do you do? What do you do for those around you? When you might witness somebody going through this pain and despair and there's nothing you can do or say that will help them. I struggle to help my daughter to know what to say because I just want to pick her up and make everything okay for her. But uh, I also know that I can't. She's got to go through this, you know, for herself, knowing that I'm here and I'll be with her. But also she has to draw on her own strength and energy to, to know how strong and how amazing that she is and that she can do this for herself. I often say to my clients when they go through this process, you tend to come out at the other end a stronger person, a more resilient person. You become aware of the things that work and don't work for you. And you become more adept at looking after yourself emotionally. And I hope in that all of you who are experiencing issues and mental health problems at the moment will get to that point where you recognize that it's going to be okay and you are going to get through this and it's going to make you stronger it's going to make you better and a more tolerant person because i'm definitely that now uh, i'm definitely a more tolerant and understanding person than what i ever was before i never liked the person i was before but i like this person i am now i know that i try my best i can accept that I do things wrong, I get things wrong, I say the wrong things at the wrong times and I try to apologise in the best possible way for that. But I really hope that what you get from this is this real understanding that what you're going through, what your friends, your family, your partners, your children are going through is temporary. Be there for each other look after each other and just try to take one step at a time. I'm taking one step back. So that will enable me to then feel better, do more things, start to structure yourself and your life and just concentrate on, I just gotta get through this morning, this day, whatever. Yes, rather than looking at the rest of your life the pain I went through when I was at my lowest, it felt that it was going to last forever. It really did. And I can't express how low I felt then and how close I came to not speaking with you today. But it didn't last, thankfully. Uh, I reached out. I got the support I needed. If you reach out and you don't get the support you want, please reach out to somebody else. Whatever way that is, whether that's by text, by email, by letter, by phone call, by talking to anybody, 
there are people out there, people like me, like my colleagues in my service, that are wholeheartedly, 100% invested in you feeling better. Remember, I just want one person to not feel the pain I went through, to feel better about themselves, to look in that mirror and say, do you know what, I'm okay, I like myself. And that's where I am now. And I hope that you can get there. And I really hope that soon my daughter gets there too. But if you have any questions or you have any comments, I'll be more than welcome to uh, answer anything that you've got. Uh, uh, more than happy to hear your feedback, good or bad. Uh, everyone's entitled to an opinion about uh, these sort of things. And I hope that you can continue to listen to uh, my podcast and me as a therapy guy and that you get things out of it and it helps you to find the support or the knowledge that you need. For today, though, I'm just going to finish up and I'm going to say goodbye and thanks for listening to the therapy guy. <laughs>